0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the FT Lowell podcast. We've got the return of Alex. Hello, Alex. How you doing?
1: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself?
0: Yeah, not too bad. Um, you might not know this, Alex, so this this, pretty new information to you, but to get you back, we did have to put a trade offer in uh, for, for Jordan and Tom to be transferred it was... out. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just us two today. But I, know, it. I think it'll be worthwhile.
1: Two of the smartest, uh, obviously, sport people. Man, um yeah. happy to be here
0: <laughs> good yeah i mean I, I think last time you you were kidnapped weren't you so uh it's good it's good that you got out of it that situation um but yeah we're we're back and we're back to non-football this time so we are going to be ranking the top 10 olympians of all time i mean football is technically in the olympics isn't it but it's it's very much down on the pecking order of kind of what what's important, it goes, what, World Cup, then Champions yeah. League, then even yeah. FA Cup, before football, the Olympics.
1: Does that really take it serious? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still Nigeria, uh, Japan as well. They they, they really seem to take that one serious. Um, yeah, I mean, football in the Olympics, it's, it's a bit weird because it's their need at the end of the day.
0: No, Brit- Great Britain, just, they only had it once, didn't they, as well, a team in the
1: yeah, 2012
0: as well. I don't think we've had one any other time. So yeah, but so well, well, I've I've not got any footballers in my list. I mean, I, do you have or
1: um, no? I mean, the only time I've you know, Team GB being in football was 2012, and we came third. So nah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So if we crack on then, honourable mentions. So you don't normally have any, Alex. Is that any different this time?
1: Um. I, I mean, if you're, if you're talking about the broad spectrum of athletics, I mean, there's there's plenty of um, people you can include. Uh, so I haven't got anyone specific this week um, that I want to mention.
0: All right, I've got one. So she's known as the flying housewife, Fanny Blankers-Cone. I might have butchered that a little bit. But she was a Dutch uh, sprinter from the 1940s uh, when, when London had the Olympics in 1948, which would have been the first one after the world war Two. she won four gold medals um but something that was pretty unique about that is that she was pregnant while doing that or oh, that's
1: really that's,
0: that's <laughs> the story anyway yeah so i mean I imagine know. imagine how good she could have been if yeah if, if she carried on but yeah that that's well i suppose we could say bruce jenner slash caitlin jenner as well um caitlin would be the only the only female with a decathlon olympic gold medal Um, So, yeah, that's possibly worth a shout as well. Uh, But, yeah, if if we crack on to the top 10, who do you have at 10?
1: Right, and 10, obviously, I I think this is kind of personal. I've gone for Jess Ennis. I think winning that one event in the Olympics is quite hard, but winning multiple events and doing it on home turf as well, which was one of our most successful games as well. Mm. Uh, Apart from being a Sheffield United fan, I think, yeah, you know, she's done the country proud.
0: Yeah, my my little sister actually, she got tickets to see. I think it was the hurdles in the heptathlon where um, she broke. I don't know if it was a world record or a British record for yeah,
1: the heptathlon
0: hurdles. Yeah, and yeah, she got. I think my cousins or something got got tickets, but yeah, my little sister got to go. So I was a bit gutted about that. Did you go to any events in when it was on in London or? Um,
1: no, not at all.
0: Me and my dad went up there once, but yeah, we didn't. It was just absolutely manic, so we didn't. We didn't get in or anything like that. Um. So at number ten, I've got a, a British Olympian as well. Perhaps controversial that is as low as ten, uh, and that is Sir Steve Redgrave. So Ooh, that's a bit long. One, yeah, five. Five consecutive games, or he's won on a gold, and he's the only man to have ever won five gold medals in what would be classed as an endurance sport. And I think the thing is, rowing. I mean, look, I'm not a rower, but to me, it looks like one of the most physically demanding sports there is, really. So
1: I mean you're you're battling uh, the elements, aren't you? Really, at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. So to have 16 oh, years in it is is crazy, really. I mean, mm. you you talking, he must have been touching nearly 40 when when he won his last one, which is a bit mad, really. And I think you touched on him, didn't you, in our Greatest British Sports People and Greatest British Irish People uh, podcast. I think he was in your top five then. And he wasn't in mine, but I think in terms of Olympic, I don't think there's anyone better from Britain. Um,
1: mm, I don't know. I mean, I I think I might have been a little bit hasty for that because I, mean, I haven't got um, Steve O'Grave as higher. I've got him here. I don't know. I mean, obviously we're talking about, you know, the greatest uh Olympians of all time, so it doesn't have to be British. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I should promote him a little, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, well we can we can talk about that one, can't we? A bit later. Who have you got at number nine?
1: At number nine I've gone for Roger Bannister. Um I don't think he done uh, too much in the um Olympics. I think it's more for what he represents. Um for obviously athletics. He was the first person to run a mile in under four minutes. Uh, which was obviously something at the time, man, to come from the United Kingdom. You know, I think that what that done was inspire a generation of, you know, UK athletics, um, which you can probably see today. You know, he's always like, you know, aspiring to be like be the best and train the best and stuff like that. And I think he ep- epitomized that. So, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I, I mean, he's an icon, isn't he? The, the four minute
0: mile. Like, yeah, he's always going to have that. To, yeah. Um, so my number nine, it's a name you might not be familiar with. And again, potentially one, I might butcher the pronunciation here, but it's Nadia Comaneci. So oh. she was a Romanian gymnast. Uh, she won She won her first Olympic gold when she was 14, which to be fair for gymnastics, they do start pretty young. Um, but yeah, she won five gold medals in total. And I think she's the youngest Olympian to get more than one gold medal because she got three when she was fourteen. And she was also the first gymnast to get a perfect score of ten at the Olympic. did I know that? Yeah. I've I've got a couple of I've got a couple of gymnasts on the list and it it tends to be where to be honest a lot a lot of the sort of women do do wrap up a lot of a lot of gold medals and um yeah, she she was very successful. She's known as kind of one of the pioneers for growing the popularity of the sport in kind of Romania and, and that area. Oh sorry yeah so it's not it's probably not a household name but yeah very successful and she did it she didn't just win it she won it with a perfect score on on multiple occasions as well
1: i mean i mean back then was you know gymnastics um judged at a very you know proper level was it you know susceptible to some sort of bribes or anything like that i mean i anytime you watch a film about you know Gymnastics is always like a bribe. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, without without getting political, the the one where she won the first three was was in Canada. And they're they're kind of known, aren't they? You'd you'd think they're not going to be sort of dodgy and, and stuff like that you know we, yeah okay. without getting political about it like you can probably trust the, the Canadian Olympics and yeah to to be the first time to get a 10 shows you that it's not it's not easy because what the Olympics gymnastics at the Olympics would have been going on for like 70 odd years before that and no one's got got a 10 so that kind of shows um, the level that she was at
1: I mean what, what happened to her in the end.
0: Well, gymnasts just don't last that long, so she she went to another couple of games, so she would have retired by the age of like 22, um, and then she moved to America, so she's she's an American citizen as well now.
1: Alright, well, fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, st- she's still around now, she would be in a I think late 50s or something like that, if I've got my maths right. But yeah, just uh, not, not the most household name, but very dominant in her sport at the time. So, uh, number
1: eight, do you have there at number eight i've gone for 2 six i've gone for sir steve redgrave actually at number eight um basically i mean to win five goals but all at different um olympic games is the first uh british person to actually do that um and the only obviously um no like like i mean just going back to what you say i mean it just to have the ability to obviously fight the elements and you know no matter where you are in the world and still win gold yeah I think I think he was about forty when he won his like last gold or something like that. Which again, it just shows dedication to the sport and to the Olympic spirit, which is one of the main things in it in the games.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know personally if Britain was like very good at rowing always. So before before the eighties, but now you see it, and it's one of the sort of two or three sports that they're still dominant at.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. we have the boat race every year, don't we? We have um, Oxford versus Cambridge in the yeah. boat race. so And that's been going on for about 150 years or something. So you would assume that... Britain the had the
0: advantage?
1: Well, no. I mean, because the Americans do it, the Australians do it, I mean, the Chinese do it now as well. Um, but I think when it comes to it, it's, like, it's kind of like football. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it was probably created in England, this rowing thing, and um, we always seem to turn up. That's, yeah. That's what I'm calling it. Well, like a Germany or Rowan.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're probably good at Rowan too, to be fair. I mean, they, they're
1: they sort of good at everything, aren't they? I mean, you get, like, you know, the South Sea Islanders, you know, like, um don't know if I'm being corrected by calling them that, but, you know, like, New Zealand and stuff like that, they're very good at it, obviously, because, you know, again, it's it's an island, isn't it? Yeah. It's helped. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so if we move on to my number eight. So this guy, so it's the only boxer that I've got on the list. Eh? Uh-huh.
1: Completely I mean, it's, it's kind of like football, Do I say it, because at the end of the day, I mean, it's got its own sport, so anything that's got its own sport can't be considered as another sport. Which is I, I a, do get that, but... don't care, you know, with a lot of these, because so, I mean, you, I think we end break dancing in Tokyo, or something like that, how the fuck is that, do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: you get, you get to Olymp- pick, don't you, Olympics. like, every, every Olympics you get to pick. Um, two or three local sportsmen but my my eight, Tofilo Stevenson, he's from Cuba and Cuba, yes, recently they they've turned professional, but generally they're the kings of the amateur game and yeah, to they, so they take it very seriously. Um, There's still some countries that don't generally turn pro. So all their best boxers do go to the Olympics. And this guy this guy was fighting around the time that heavyweights were at their best. So you had, and this is, again, I'm talking to the professional game now, but Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Larry Holmes, Joe Fraser, people like that. He was offered big money to, to come out of amateur boxing and into professional. And a lot of people did suggest um, that, that he could have beaten the likes of like Ali and Fraser given kind yeah. of the age. He would have had he would have had age on his side, maybe not against George Foreman, but I
1: mean, he's he... it's, it's the same thing as now with like Fury Joshua. If it if it was gonna happen, it was gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? If the geezer was good enough to beat him, it would have happened. Well that's what it, I mean, it, can't it's you can't... the
0: Cuban thing of it's the Cuban thing of not going pro and I mean he stuck to it and he's one of only three boxes to win three Olympic gold medals and there probably is partly down to the fact that a lot of them such as Ali when he was Cassius Clay won a gold I think um, George Foreman might have won a, a gold medal at the Olympics as well and they do turn pro after but for him to, to stick it out and, and win three and he, he would have fought people that that fought them as well he mm. yeah he he was dominant like no one could touch him, and he he won at at one of the uh, Olympics. Every every Olympics, they give out an award called the Val Barker Trophy um, for the the best boxer at the Olympics. So that's not not just heavyweights; that's all weight classes. And he won that one. Um, and yeah, a, a lot of boxing historians play this sort of what if game, and they do they do think he could have taken wins against you know at least a couple of those guys. The likes of Ali, Holmes, people like that, and yeah, from reading up on boxing, like he had the fundamentals to to match them. Um, well, obviously amateur boxing is a bit different. But when it comes to heavyweights, those those head guards don't matter as much. Um, as as they do as they do in the lighter weights, and you know, you you still get knockouts even in the amateur game. And yeah, he he was widely regarded as the greatest ever amateur boxer. And that's that's what Olympics boxing is all about. Amateur boxing.
1: Oh, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really consider. It. Um, those sort of things when I was making the top ten, maybe I should have done. To be fair, that's a good shout.
0: Who do you have at number seven?
1: At number seven, I had the uh, drum roll, please. Uh, Chris Hoy. Um, yeah, obviously, I think he he won six gold medals. Um, in cycling, he was obviously one of the icons from London 2012 as well. And um, why I've got him above Redgrave and Bannister, I have no idea. Actually, it was just a list I put together.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I did. Because you got into a massive rant <laughs> about cyclists. Uh, so for any, anyone that's not listening, go back to I think it was August, September time. We did our top five British and Irish sports people. I
1: think you yeah. might, did. You have him number one, or oh, well, I mean, I I tried to include everyone from you know obviously England, kingdom
0: but, but you had top. a massive cyclist, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, yeah, As, because I think that was so more in in it, terms of it, Britain.
1: Well, the thing is, at the end of the day, I mean there's so many cyclists from the United Kingdom that have the same amount of medals. So, you know, you've got Chris Hoyer, but then you've also got Jason Kenny, And then you've got, like, his uh, missus, Laura Trott. Yeah. yeah, she, she, Most um, successful women, um, UK athlete, um, athlete from of all time. So, you know, there's so many to choose from that it becomes... It's kind of like, you know, the whole Mo Farrow thing. I think at the end of the day, if you can do something in a sport that you're not supposed to be doing well at, that's a lot better than doing something which you're expected to do well in.
0: Yeah, but Chris Hoy was of of all those names you mentioned, Chris Hoy was kind of the elder statesman, weren't he? Of that, because he was, I think he he got he got his first gold a bit earlier than everyone, and he retired a bit earlier. And um, yeah, I, I think he. He's definitely one of the most popular. Uh, well,
1: yeah, he was like sort of the figurehead, wasn't he? he? Was like um, same with swimming. We had that. I um, can't remember that bird, like the blonde bird. Uh, Rebecca Adlington. Yeah, and then now we've got um, Adam Beatty, which is um, they, they call his like the next Michael Phelps and shit. Which yeah, which is good. Um, yeah, I don't know why I'm getting with that, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't have him, but yeah, I, I think. Oh, out to be in that list, definitely, because he, it, what what was his, it was a, the Karen or something, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it, but his, his particular,
1: yeah, when, oh, when he, yeah. He was behind and he had to come back on the last lap kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. No one could touch him on that. Oh,
1: that was pretty sick.
0: And cycling is, yeah, definitely one of my favourite sports to watch at the Olympics. Obviously, I I wouldn't watch it any other time, but it's something about being in the velodrome and the the atmosphere and, yeah, it's, it's a good watch. But, yeah, if we move on to my number seven. So, I have gone with, you mentioned swimming earlier, Mark Spitz. So, one of the first olympics that i remember vividly was 2008 and Mark Spitz got mentioned every other day on the telly because a certain other swimmer was chasing his record of most golds at an olympic a single olympics game so he got seven in 1972 and the, the thing is with swimming like there's different styles so if you're winning at two or three different styles, which he did, because he did the butterfly, he was the best at that. And then freestyle, which tends to be front crawl. So he was the best at that as well. So, I mean, you can't really ask for much more than that. Um, potentially, he could have been higher for me, but he only really did it in one game in 72. That's where he did most of his work. He obviously smashed it because he got a record of seven, or record at the time. Of...
1: I mean, like, you know, with... um. Swimmers is exactly the same. You know, as cyclists, there's so many you can choose from.
0: Yeah, and it's all America. America absolutely dominate. I mean, I, I was looking back at the the list of kind of most Olympic medalists, and there's a lot of because you can get a in a team event as well. You do get people like Ryan Lochte that are are coming up with a lot of a lot of sort of gold medals and stuff and and they're up there as as one of the most ever so yeah that that is the thing on swimmers but if you can be the best at two at two different disciplines a bit like a runner being the best at 100 and 200 meters it does happen but it's not that common so yeah if you are the best at two things that that goes a long way and obviously the sheer amount of medals that he won Mm. uh, that's that's why he's
1: seven for me no, fair enough. I mean, good points.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, so
1: six, s- who have you got? Uh, for number six, I've gone four, Bre- <laughs> Bradley Wiggins, which, again, is another cyclist. Um, He's he, he's um, the most decorated Briton of all time, I, I do believe. When Has he won more than Hoy then at the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, not not gold medals, but he's won more silvers and bronze. So he's the most yeah. decorated okay. um, Along with the sideburns, obviously, and he won the Tour de France. So, I mean, yeah, he's got to be able to not he? He, he yeah, like, well, he loves a nail as well, which is brilliant. So, yeah, definitely got well ran.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we talked about him in in Lem on the British and Irish Sports People podcast, and you obviously had a massive <laughs> rant on him as well. But I I do agree. Actually, I think definitely as a cyclist, I don't I don't know for sure about an Olympian, but I'll, I'll take your word for it that Wiggins is is better than Hoy. Um, definitely as a cyclist because he's won that Tour de France. I I think he's. I think he's the man and he was the man wasn't he I mean there was a few at, at 2012 but he was one of the kind of two or three big big stars of that Olympics and that was the one like even though I swear the UK did as well in 2016 as they did in in
1: 2012 but 2012 yeah, that, just felt done better um, in Rio but yeah obviously home games was massive yeah man.
0: yeah, it just felt like that that was the best one that they've done in, in ages um, but yeah that's that's a great shout I was, I was probably trying to just steer away from British um, British athletes. But some of these guys that you're mentioning, I'm thinking, yeah, how can they not be on the list, really? And at the end of the day, Britain are still one of the most successful countries in, in the Olympics.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you look per capita, I mean, obviously, we're, we're obviously always behind China, um, United States, and yeah. some sort of, But overall, I mean, we punch well above our weight when it comes to down, down to our, our athletics and the Olympics. Yeah. So
0: Australia as well, don't they? They're very they? good at per
1: capita countries that do that. I mean, even yeah. like, like you do find, like Cuba, like you say, with the boxes, um, they're always up there in like and same Kenya, obviously, because you've got the like, long distance running, which yeah, there's so... whole
0: yeah, that there is, there is these countries that you find that are just specializing in certain areas. China are, are looking good at loads of stuff though, now that they weren't before, like yep. diving. I'm, I'm pretty sure China were not were not in the game for diving and now they are. And they've actually got some really good hurdlers. <laughs> but uh talking talking of very successful countries, uh we'll go back to America and this woman is widely regarded as one of the greatest female athlete uh, of all time and that is Jackie Joyner Kersey. So a bit like uh, Jess Ennis, she did the heptathlon. She actually won one heptathlon at two uh, Olympics, and she also won the long jump. So not not just the long jump at the heptathlon, just the long jump in general. So yeah, well, she just was as well. at the end of the day. You,
1: you can't you can't take part. <laughs> If you're like you know, you win like the long jump, which is obviously an event in itself, and then go and do it in the heptathlon. Of course, you're going to win it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that is yeah, true. Do. But obviously, there's <laughs> that, there's what there's five other is it five or seven other, other events that they they've got to be at. And you you said it earlier. I mean, heptathlon, decathlon. These are these are the ultimate tests, really, to to be good at. And she does actually have an award named after her for the best female uh, athlete of the year from america so i think alison phoenix has probably won that a couple of times Um, but yeah she she was yeah probably one of if not the best heptathlete of all time and yeah that that is one of the toughest events to win because you've got to be good at all different things but yeah the thing that probably did stand out for her is the long jump win as well which yeah may have helped her in heptathlon but to be to be like a multi-disciplined and still be that good at one thing is very difficult You can't see Jess Ennis really winning anything in a particular event. I couldn't see her getting a, a medal in anything
1: else. The Alan Jameer, she was pretty decent. Um, whether she actually placed is a different thing. Um, she, she, she was quite good at a lot of things, which is why I think, uh, especially from the British, um, we used to have um Daley Thompson, didn't we? And he was yeah. like, Yeah, like, the thing in the 80s. Um, when we were growing up, we had Jess Ennis. I mean, now you've got um, that um, Kathleen johnson Thompson, whatever her name is. Yeah, no, yeah. She, she on from that. So, um, yeah, I, I think what she'd done, um, probably yeah. I mean, for British athletics, anyway, this is what we're talking about. Um, because thing we really know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Denise Lewis as well.
1: That's a good shout. She was
0: good, wasn't she? I don't know if she won a gold, but she's obviously she's always on the telly.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, I was going to put Michael Johnson in, in, but then I thought, no shit, the person I left out isn't worth getting left out. Yeah.
0: He's another one, isn't he? Is it BBC? Yeah, he's, he's always on there as well.
1: Colin Jackson as well, isn't it? Always, yeah, on yeah.
0: But yeah, we're we're into the top five now. So kick us off
1: with your five, right? For the top five, this is where it gets interesting. Actually, I think anyway, Cole Lewis. I've gone for. Um, I've got to do a lot of research on him. To be fair, but obviously, I know a lot about him. Um, he won nine goals in title um, in the Olympics. Yeah, he won five in the four by 100 relay and what you're saying i mean if you look at like you know jamaica over when we we're growing up it's no surprise that he won so many it was the same thing back then um like america just had the fastest people going um but yeah i mean he also won a long jump as well um so he was a he was like probably uh, the first all-round athlete since jesse owens i guess i mean i'm probably completely wrong here but from my personal point of view you know someone who could do multiple sports but and not just do him, but be the best at him. So that's why he's gone in at my number five. Yeah, without
0: giving too much away, he's on my list as well. And I think, that, yeah, the fact that he was he could do long jump and sprinting just puts him on another level to certain other yeah, people he, he, could...
1: He's not the first, you know, athlete to do something out of the box. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what you expect with athletics. You, you expect, like, like Usain, you know what I mean? Just to boom, go you know, and just... Wow, everyone! I think I think with Carl Lewis, I think he was like the first person to do that in a while. Especially with yeah. I mean, athletes. You know, at the end of the day, if you were the best, you were the best. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. I think I think Carl Lewis he just brought some sort of excitement to the Olympics.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I can't think of because there was talk of Bolt doing doing the long jump or something, but I think yeah, he, but he was I'm never not, serious about, about that. Well. I think they were just trying to trying to make him do it, but yeah i mean carl lewis that's who a lot of people think of when they when they think of an athlete like he's their go-to yeah,
1: yeah i mean he, i mean when am growing up obviously you had like i mean my first well you know you i mean i mean you, you see like little clips of it and stuff like it, it used to make you interested in athletics which is a bit weird
0: <laughs> yeah 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 and he were not he wasn't racing against bums either, like Ben Johnson, the drug cheat, <laughs> he he beat him, he beat Lynn for Christie. Yeah, he, he beat some good hundred meter runners as well. So yeah, he was yeah, he's he's a legend. Massive, massive legend. Um yeah, so my five is I'm thinking this is probably a bit low. He's he's one of the biggest icons ever at the Olympics. It's Jesse Owen. Oh uh, I mean
1: um... I don't... I don't know, man. Uh,
0: huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm look. I'm open for a. I'm open for a, a change to that because I obviously we. This is one of the guys that people talk about in history, and we we got taught. Talk- The first I knew about this guy was in school, because when when you talk about the World War, Mm. the Berlin Olympics comes up and the whole Aryan race thing. So Jesse Owens was more than just an athlete. Yeah, he was he was just a legend. Such
1: such an important figure. Yeah, we only had one um, Olympics, but that that one Olympics was legendary. (laughs) Absolutely legendary, wasn't it? Nothing. Yeah, because
0: I'm, I'm thinking, ah, oh, could so he only had one. That's probably why I have put him at five. But Obviously, it was the World War. So realistically, could he have had? Although that Berlin was during was that or was that just before the war,
1: but, just three, three years before.
0: Yeah, so he probably really couldn't have had another one. So I, I might be doing him a disservice here. But yeah, like like you said about Carl Lewis, he won the long jump and he won the hundred meters and he won the two hundred. And, yeah, he he basically just...
1: Yeah, he also won, won every, 100 as well. So he won four goals. He didn't, goals in he didn't
0: Mon- like second place. No, exactly. <laughs> he, only, he only won gold. Well,
1: the like, thing is, uh, he, he won four goals, you know, in Berlin in 1936 on the Nazi Germany rule. You know, with this area and racing, you know, like, you know, everyone's got to be, like, white, blonde, blue-eyed. Jesse Owens went out there and just showed him... Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, I mean, they're, they're, obviously, I'm giving away obviously because I've got Jesse Owens a lot higher uh, on my list. But um, I've, I've read on Wiki, he's um, single handedly um, credited with um, crushing Hitler's and supremacy. But you know, the idea, you know, he went oh, into Yeah, because the- that would have gone out to
0: everyone on on TV. And although Germany won that Olympic Games, no one talked about that. Everyone talked about Jesse Owens.
1: Yeah. And, it, and there, there is a famous clip when you can see it. It's like Hitler's like, you know, when it seems like just Owen wins 100 metres, he's just sort of like sitting there just... Mm. <laughs> yeah. people, he's just like, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I might have been doing it with this. Just thinking about it now, like, obviously he couldn't have... He, would, would like have, he could have had well, another Olympics, mm-hmm. could he? Because for the next eight years, which would yeah. have been the next two, there would have been... Yeah, I, I've probably had a bit of a mare there, but... Yeah,
1: but then it, also you got to take into account, and that's how you know America back in those sort of times as well. Um, you know, even though he's credited with all this, you know, amazing stuff and stuff, he was never invited to the White House. He never met the president. He never got, you know. Um, yeah. And that the biggest disservice to him was his own people. Which I'm sorry, I mean, British people, we, like we 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 do disservice to our own people sometimes. But what the Americans done to Jesse Owens, I mean, you know, what I mean, it, I think there needs to be some sort of accountability. This is why I've got him so high. In my list, anyway, which I'll draw on to.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he only really got because what what I said about um, Jackie Joanna Kersey with with the award, he got that as well. They they named the best male um, track and field athlete after him, but they only did that after he died. So yeah, and and he got all this stuff like into the Hall of Fame and stuff. It was all after he died. So yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't when it needed to be. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm well open for for having him. A bit higher in the list anyway so yeah who, who's your number four
1: number four I've gone for Mo Farah um I mean I, I've drawn on this plenty of times I think if you can do something in a sport you're not supposed to do not just do it twice he, he won the 5,000 meters and the 10,000 meters in London which um again home games which was one of the most memorable on but I mean, it's one of the most like when you think of athletics, apart from you saying, Bolt, you think of Farah. you know, when that last lap when he's running around the you know, Olympic Stadium. Um, yeah, that was epic. That was the that was when like the third gold medal of the night, you know, we had Jess Ennis and we had um, Greg Rutherford. He won the long jump, didn't he? And mm. just to have that just to cap it off was just fucking insane, man. It was like party scenes all around, <laughs> all around, like, you know, well, I mean, especially in London, obviously, where we were, it was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, to do that and then obviously go to Rio and, and do the same thing in five thousand and ten thousand metres in in a sport that we're not supposed to be good at. You know, I mean I mean Mo Farrow himself, you if you look at his like YouTube videos, he he himself told like, you know, UK athletics like we need to go out to like Kenya and Somalia, or, you know, where you are above sea level, where you, you train high altitudes to get the best out of you. You know, it's him, he he sort of revolutionised, you know, long distance running for the United Kingdom um athletes. And, um, yeah, obviously, in the last couple of years, you had the scandal with, um, you know, Salazar and, you know, his old coach and stuff like that. But still, no. Nah. I mean, the guy's a legend as well. I mean, obviously, Jack, you probably think he's a legend because he's an Arsenal fan, but... Um, <laughs> no, he, he just generally is, just seems like an... alright oh guy. do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, you... You bat very hard for him. Like I, I don't have him on my list. I, I don't know. If I he mean, wasn't British, if, it's pretty ne- hard to answer. But if he wasn't well, British, would you have we, we're, never,
1: we're never supposed to do well in that sort of stuff. I mean, if you look at most of our lists it's it's involving sports where they're sitting down, like cycling, <laughs> rowing. You know, a lot, a lot of this sort of stuff where. Long distance running is not what we're supposed to be good at. However, over the last ten years, we've been fucking the best at it in five thousand metres and ten thousand metres. That's all down to Murray Farrow.
0: Yeah, that, that I mean that is right. But I think I think with Farrow, right, you're probably gonna have to see what impact he has. He I think you're not gonna see his impact for like ten years or something. Whereas someone like Chris Hoy because he completed a bit earlier like you can already see the the popularity of cycling has gone up
1: no yeah but no, but, and, I, and,
0: no the, and the I, results
1: absolutely because i mean with cycling like i said i mean you've got plenty of cyclists you can choose to be in your top 10 especially if you feel from the uk and when, when it comes down to long distance running you don't have anyone apart from my i mean roger balance though which obviously i put proper low down which i probably shouldn't have done um he was the first runner mo in under like four minutes Mo won the five thousand meters and ten thousand meters twice in a sport that He's not supposed to actually, you know. We've never ever dominated. In and he dominated. Obviously, he's done now. Obviously, I think he's a, like. I don't think he's got hope for Tokyo now. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Is he he's no, not got is he? But he's just games, doing. We, he he done the impossible because I mean, think about what he done in London, which was great and was one of the, like you know the best things somebody games. You know, I mean, That like last lap and stuff like that. But then to go In the next Olympics, to go and do it again in the 5,000, 10,000. Bearing in mind, you have all the other guys who raced him in London wanting to get him, and he's still done it. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I hope him a lot higher than I think some people have.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. I I think the thing, I guess the thing with him that the cyclists have the advantage of is they've got that team event, haven't they, as well, which there's no 5,000 meter relay. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that that'd be mental if there was, but um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, in terms of how, yeah, how like he makes people feel and stuff, I can definitely, I can definitely see why you've put him above the cyclists and that. Oh, I just don't. Know. It's hard. Yeah, maybe maybe because I'm not as big a fan of long distance running as well. Like I've not, I've not put him in there. I don't know how much better he is than like the k the the Ethiopian. I think they're they're probably similar, aren't they? in what they've won, but.
1: No, well, no, because it's what I mean in Kenya. You don't see them, you know, like fucking winning a hundred meters. Do you? Do you know what I mean? You see them in long distance running, I mean, but you don't see a British athlete <laughs> winning long distance, and then not just yeah. in long distance, but winning it, and then not just winning it, but winning it four times, the five. 000, yeah, 000.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Mo Farah's win as well. Like it was. I remember where I was. At the 2012 one, like that was one of the best ever Olympic moments. Um, I think there's always going to be a bit of bias, is there, in this anyway, to, to, as to why you put someone higher. But yeah, it is. It is a. If you're talking purely Olympic, yeah, he has got a good shout out of being the best, the best ever in terms of the British guys, at least. Um, and yeah, I, I think it is. It's definitely a good shout. I, I don't know if he wasn't British, when we would be on the list. But then you're always going to have a little bit of bias towards that, and also just you just relate with the story more, you know. And like you said, yeah, the fact that it's he's gone in and shaken it up because they're Ethiopia, Kenya. That that is quite a big thing, actually. I never really thought about that. That he's he's doing it different.
1: I mean, it's, it's it's normally their bread and butter event. You know and to have someone from the UK, obviously. I mean, he was born in Somalia, um, I, I believe. I mean, I could get a completely wrong, I do apologize. Um, he was, yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, all right, sorry um, and yeah, I mean, but that, I mean, he spent most of his life, you know, in the United Kingdom, you know, so that we, you know, when people talk about the altitude, um, difference and stuff like that, it's it's no, no different. I mean, he decided to go out back out there to train in that sort of environment so when it came down to events he was as good as he can be and that and that's that's why I would have him as high as because obviously it's um, self-sacrifice as well which is what being an athlete is all about isn't it really at the end of the day you put the effort in you're going to get results so
0: yeah yeah so my number four I'm sort of surprised that this person's not on your list but well they've not been mentioned yet by you so they might be but Um, it's, it's maybe a name you might not know but it's a very successful Olympian and that is Larissa Latinina and she is a gymnast, a bit like my number nine they, they sort of competed the same years um but in in some different events and she is the record holder for most olympic golds from individual events so phelps has got the most but they obviously have the team swimming events as well which um didn't come into play for this and in terms of gymnastics as well so i've mentioned that my number nine uh kumanechi she she only really did it in two olympics uh and that that's where most gymnasts end they don't, they don't get to a, a third really cuz that's, that's just how it is really in that sport but she did she she okay. had a third where she was very successful as well and i mean if you look at the hist- she's she's from russia and she's a pioneer really because if you look at the history of olympic gymnasts since since that 1956 win they've they've been mopping them up really i mean now china and america are, are successful too but um, yeah, she she helped start something in terms of being a, being a pioneer for Russian gymnastics. Really, yeah, she won nine nine golds I think altogether. So she's right up there with with sort of the most dominant.
1: Um, I, yeah, um, the thought didn't really cross my mind. <laughs> if, if you,
0: no, um, what, what, it's not a name you'd necessarily know, but I didn't know if you did if you did any sort uh, of research. I'm- I guess it maybe then you might have had had her on run there.
1: No. <laughs> That's all. Um, yeah, fair enough. I had no idea about that.
0: Yeah, she was. I mean, if you think about think about gymnastics, like there's there's a few events, so you you can mop up some goals But to again, it's a, it's another one. It's a bit like the swimming. And there's different disciplines, and to be to be good at a few different ones you know it shows a bit of a bit of versatility and, and stuff like that i mean it's not quite the heptathlon but yeah you, you do have to be good at different things and look gymnastics some gymnasts are really underrated for how strong strong they are as well um yeah i mean it's look it's it's not the most interesting in sports so people they don't really get the headlines but yeah this this woman had, had a lot of success in the
1: 50s and 60s oh fair enough um yeah no The thought didn't really cross my mind, so fair play. Um, In with a shout.
0: Who is your number
1: three? Uh, For number three, I mean, again, I think I'm probably underrating um, Jesse Owens. I'll put him at three. Um, I mean, we both touched (laughs) on why I think he um, should be a lot higher on your list. Um, Again, again, it's just, it literally is how he represents the world at, at the time. You know, I mean, you know, like Hitler was just, you know, like, Oh, Blonde, hair, Blue Eye, you know, the German race can, you know, go and beat everyone, you know. And to to be able to go there and beat his own what he thought was the Aryan race, you know, at their own game, you know. Mm. And not just it, but just do it in like um, sorry, what was it? Uh, the, the the four different events. He only ever had one Olympic Games, obviously, because the breakup for the second world war, but it's what it represented at the time for the people, for the world, you know. And yeah. uh yeah, I mean, you're looking at a sporting moment that changed you know a lot of like perception and opinion that was that's got to be up there you know it's got yeah. to be in it's got to be in most people's top three at least
0: yeah i think look, if, if we're using the word great aren't we not just best yeah. great and great. yeah it, if you that's talk right. about that 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 describes him
1: like it's the moment which inspired, like, you know, just everything going forward you know a whole you know the worldwide you know i don't know man it it he only ever had, even in the war, I don't think he ever actually fought. he, he went to go and work for like a Ford Motor Company or something. I, I don't really know the um, full story about Jesse Owens, but I mean, for what he'd done in the 1936 Olympics, in the build-ups of World War Two, just, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, it had to take a full World War to actually, you know, defeat him. But I think morally, I think after that, after those games, he realised that he's not right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If, in what he thinks is getting beaten by this, especially, you know, at the time you've got to look at the world and what, it, and what it was you know, Um Jesse Owens was this, you know, black guy from America which is not seen in Germany as a, you know, as, as good as the Aryan type of what Hitler was trying to build Um yeah, fuck it, it's massive man it's absolutely, humo- like, humongous to be fair, so yeah. that's why I yeah. he's got the top three, I mean, that's all I'm saying
0: look, yeah, I, I think Thinking about, after, I've definitely put him too low. I mean, yeah, the fact that the World War happened after, obviously, that that meant he couldn't because we could be talking about a twelve-time, twelve-gold a medalist, really, because yeah. he he could have easily mopped up, done another four and four again. Um, yeah, my number three is someone that did three golds three times. It's Usain Bolt. He's pro- probably the most popular athlete there is, really. Um, you've got to love that I'm solo. When when you get to this stage though, <laughs> you're talking <laughs> about you are talking about um, you know, the, the greatest athletes that ever lived. Yeah,
1: um, I mean fuck. I mean, what would you rather? A geezer who can run on land or a geezer who can swim? I mean that's what it's gonna boil down to, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I mean look our,
0: the thing is with Bolt, we we all know, we all know like naturally how talented he is. And I mean Actually, 100 metres is not his best, is it? Because he doesn't get the best start because he's, he's got the no, long legs right. and stuff. But
1: 200 is uh,
0: 200 uh, absolutely destroys... Um, the fucking
1: 100, but...
0: Yeah. I mean, actually, do you know in the relay, I think it was 2012, but it might have been 2008, the fastest ever uh, no, split, no, split no. of 100 metres was, was done by Asafa Powell. So on...
1: Oh, shit, yeah. On,
0: with a flying start, Bolt's not the quickest over 100, but... Yeah, 200. No one will ever break that record.
1: Yeah, well, you it see, he's done in Rio. Time, I don't think. Well, you know what he done in Rio, isn't it? Um, in the last one, he was, I, I swear he was full-fledged, wasn't he? In the 4x100, really, when Jamaica broke the world record. Did they reached? break it
0: again? Yeah, they broke
1: yeah, it. Yeah,
0: same. I mean, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this, well, he loves the record. 100,
1: 100 time. Uh, really, anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, everyone knows him. Everyone knows the the personality and the fact that he was, you know, I think at 2008 when he first burst onto the scene, like he was literally looking back at people as he crossed the line, like that's how confident. And there was loads of memes and and um, like people pretending to be him, and you see everyone like just waiting, running, and then just like rocking up in a chair and, and waiting for everyone to finish and stuff. Like that's that's how dominant he was. Um, yeah, he's he's as low as free for me. I'll probably go into the reason. It's probably easier for me to explain when I get to two and one, why those are higher than Bolt at three. But yeah, person, personality-wise and popularity-wise, you can't really get you can't really get better than Bolt, but I've tried to not let that get in the way of fact.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, for number two, then. I've gone yeah. for the great four. I mean, Michael Phelps. Um, they say he could beat a shark in a race which obviously very doubtful but he's most <laughs> olympian of all time with 23 goals 23 gold medals i mean it's just taken a piece in it um yeah then again obviously you could have put like you know Fort from australia i mean he was like the first woman to make swimming decent kind of thing uh but well mark spitz he he was before thought oh yeah oh yeah fair enough um but michael Fox i remember seeing like a youtube documentary he eats like eight thousand calories a day you know yeah He's like, got the perfect body for swimming as well. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that's just dedication, isn't it, really? At the end of the day, I mean, to win 23 gold medals, though, he's just taking the piss. I mean, I think he's got countless uh, world records as well, still intact. I mean, I think P.E. from GB, I think he's um, taken a couple of them. But, I mean, still overall, I mean, he can cut his arms and legs and he'll still be able to swim. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. He's, um, I mean, look, I won't reveal yet where I've got him, but the reason I've got... He's like what I said about Spitz, but he's just on, on another level because he did it for longer um, and he was more dominant. And most of... I think in that first Olympics that he won a load of medals, or maybe 2008, uh, where he won eight, he was breaking Olympic and world records pretty much every time he won a gold as well. So he wasn't just winning races, he was smashing records to bits. And yeah. Yeah, and I he mean, was-
1: I he was breaking Forbes' Records, anyway. I mean, this, this is what I'm saying. It's such a fine line with like swimming and cycling. Man. I mean, what we're saying is great now. I'm mean, looking ten years time, we could be saying something completely different, and th- that's probably what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, he used to smoke weed, didn't he as well? Allegedly, or is that really? is that not a le- or is that not allegedly? Is that a fact? I don't, oh, I <laughs> it. I don't yeah. know.
1: Needs to be an well, be an Olympic athlete. i highly doubt it. Maybe it was after he was the things I, don't, I what they do in America. I mean, the American. Obviously, the open system is a bit still a bit flawed. I mean, in boxing, UFC they sorted that out, but overall, it's still a bit flawed, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: What what you said there about him racing a shark? Who do you think would have more chance of winning, Phelps racing a shark or Bolt racing a cheetah?
1: Well, they have both done it, haven't they, as like a part of a advertisement. Um, both of them would be fucked in real life. Let's be realistic. So they I'm win fucking... in the advert, then. <laughs> <laughs> and a cheat would just fucking catch the shit Have you? You uh, saying so? Um, yeah, it's both kind of silly uh, because at the end of the day, <sighs> other nature will always win. Plain and simple.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess um I guess we'll never we'll never see a, a proper proper one of that, will we? It'll always be edited. Um I mean, my uh, number uh, two
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: My number two, you've already mentioned him, Carl Lewis.
1: Number two, oh So
0: I've I've got him above bolt because he he did the long jump as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, So he, he just, just you know, he done a long jump. Man. <laughs>
0: yeah i know i know but i think look and we've we've talked we've talked about the, the world war and um yeah i, I probably have put
1: them a bit low the way i see it is carl lewis was the first person since jesse owens that done i mean i could be completely wrong but this is my recollection of the olympics is carl lewis done something similar to jesse owens but jesse owens done it first which is yeah you can't put but
0: carl lewis did it carl lewis did it multiple times and Obviously, the World War did stop that from happening. Mm. We don't know for sure whether we, he would have won the Olympics again or not. Whereas Judge. Carl Lewis has actually done it, so he's got the nine. He's got the yes, nine gold
1: medals. One of the fastest of all times, so. man.
0: Yeah, yeah, but Carl Lewis has got the medals to to back that up. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, both both have. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean I've, I've got him over bolt as well because of because of the fact that he did the, the fastest clamp as well yeah oh, I think he's
1: probably the ever, fastest ever yeah oh, what was that sorry That's what I'm saying I mean like <clears throat> you think bolt was the fastest guy ever over 100 200 and 400 relay yeah yeah but like, ever
0: <laughs> that that's good that Maybe not two hundred, but that one hundred, it, it will get broken. I think you know yeah, down, down the line. I, I don't think the two
1: hundred will. Work. he can run. I can't remember his name. Um, apparently from, Coleman is it, or something Coleman? Oh no, 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 no! It's no, no, no. a new guy. Um, young guy. Well, he's not young. I think he's about 25, 26 now. But um, no, I can't remember his fucking name. But yeah, no, he can do two hundred meters. He got close to it like two years ago. See his sets a record. Yeah, I reckon the two hundred meters probably more likely to get broken than hundred.
0: I didn't know about this guy then. Yeah, because you, you, just <laughs> that was the one that was he was yeah. so dominant. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's my reasoning for, for having Carl Lewis above um, Usain Bolt anyway. I mean, in terms of dominance, yeah, Bolt Bolt does have it, I think. But in terms of versatility, that's why that's what I ended up going for. So it's it's a little bit of personal preference. Um, but I mean, you've not you've not mentioned Bolt, so do you have him at one, or do you not have him on your list?
1: No, I have him at number one. I'll, I'll put you saying Bolt. I mean, he's talking about the fastest guy ever on, you know, surface. <laughs> not in the water, not where human beings aren't meant to be. Um, fucking know, like, you know, you, you draw on it. I mean, you know, the amount of times he'd win a race, he'd break a world record, you know, while looking back. <laughs> the guy could have gone a lot faster than he ever did. That's That's what I'm saying. I think, you know, when he first, you know, when he second, it was, I think it was in the European Championships in Berlin where he actually broke it again. Uh, the yeah, yeah, the
0: year after, wasn't
1: it? I, I, he could have gone a lot faster. I still maintain this to this day. In the 100 and 200, he could have gone a lot faster.
0: He should have, because um, that was his peak, yeah. wasn't it?
1: Especially, you know, the 1919 and the 200 metres that he ran. He could, have, he could have gone a lot faster. You could see it. You know, when he was going around the bend, he was like fucking popping around the bend, right? And then when he... Like you know, he sort of slowed down for a sec, and then got faster. It was just I don't know. Yeah, the thing so I will say about that's, Bolt is mind.
0: Yeah, what I will say about Bolt is before the race, you kind of knew he was going to break a world record. Well, yeah, which but it sounds, sounds well, mental, I mean,
1: doesn't it? He, well, even with Phelps, right? I mean, Phelps had a lot of pressure, obviously, from being you know America's great athlete, um, athlete and stuff like that. But you think Bolt had the world, you know, like the pressure on him to deliver, and he, he still managed to deliver. I no, mean, that like, he won honestly. Yeah. Um, I think he got eight Olympic golds. Um, really, should have got a nine. I think they dropped the baton or something in um, one of the relays. Jamaica. No,
0: no, didn't um, didn't he get nine? But then there was a
1: start on uh, the
0: Jamaican team. I, I uh, think uh, it might yeah. have been a suffer with a drug, oh, a drug result <laughs> that came back or something. So
1: <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> About, yeah, um, yeah, something like that. But yeah, I mean, I think as well broke the world record. Obviously, in Beijing, you know, hadn't been broken for. Years as well. And then obviously he just comes along, bang. Yeah. Um, so I think he's broken his own record in the hundred meters three times. And I think yeah. in he's two hundred. Because he it did twice. it just
0: before the yeah. two
1: thousand night, didn't he? As well. And then he's done the two hundred. I mean I could be wrong again. I mean, hopefully there's a listener that could uh tell us about that. However, um yeah, I'm pretty sure that he didn't break two hundred. It was only in the Olympic Games that he first broke it and then broke it in the European Championships again. However, like I'm saying, I mean, what he's done for athletics as well. I mean, I've I, I touched on, that, you know, Roger Bennett stuff, what he's done for a generation of athletics. Same with Jesse Owens. But what Usain Bolt has done is modernised athletics. I mean, athletics has taken it from, like, a boring subject and made it, you know, mainstream, made it people, you know. Especially when we were in high school and stuff like that. We'd always have an athletics day. And I think for some dumb reason, I think that's generally taken more of, like, a... uh what's the word, like a more of a, like a... Serious. Yeah, taking taking it more serious now that obviously we've got worldwide stars as in Usain Bolt, you know, Michael Phelps, you know? Yeah, hey, yeah. It's a thing. Um, So obviously, I mean, it's a toss between obviously Phelps and Bolt. I mean, personally as one and two, because we live in a modern day society where these two athletes epitomise what the Olympic Games is. So again, I, I reckon one and two probably this time is probably going to be the hardest out of the top ten to...
0: Jeez. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think these are the top two. I think the point you've just made about having the world pressure on him is a massive shout. I am going to use that in my argument for my number one of Felt. So obviously you said that he had the pressure of America. But the thing is with Felt's right? The record was eight gold medals at one game. So every single race, pressure, 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 pressure. It wasn't like it, it wasn't um, you know, what did Bolt do? Three. Yeah. Bolt would have had three races in one. Phelps had yeah. eight. So he literally had to, he had to have perfection every time over, over a longer yeah, no, over uh, a longer period.
1: It's, it's been, so more
0: more opportunity to, to mess up. And yeah, that. A swimmer probably is always going to have more gold medals than than a sprinter because th- they do tend to do more events. But to th- oh, be perfect,
1: yeah, you got to look at the composition. I mean, don't get me wrong; there are some great swimmers when folks is swimming. But I mean, from my recollection, you had like you know Justin Gatlin, you had like Sapha Powell, you had um, Tyson Gay, you had a lot of fucking um, who's the other one from Jamaica? Oh, man. Yo and Blake. Yeah, Yo and Blake. I mean, you yeah, have some fantastic fucking sprinters, man. And they still do what... I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it was the same with Phelps and swimming. I mean, I, I don't really watch a lot of swimming, so I, I wouldn't really know. But I've put Bolt above Phelps Again, it's probably down to competition.
0: Yeah, I mean, you say... But yeah, Bolt, Bolt definitely did have a lot, of, a lot of competition. I mean, one of my favourite sprinters ever was Asafa Powell. But he was a proper bottle job when it came to the... Olympics for some reason he just couldn't get it over the line but I mean Ian Thorpe was Ian Thorpe was still competing in in 2004 when Phelps died and, and won stuff Um, and that you mentioned him he he is one of the greatest ever swimmers so he came up against him he's come up against Ryan Lochte and stuff which yeah he's, he's got a lot of team medals but he's still up there and he is again one one of the most decorated ever Olympian, um, and they would have faced him in like freestyle and that. So he has he has had the competition as well. I think Phelps and Bolt are both maybe not for 100 meters. Bolt's not built perfectly, but Phelps and Bolt are oh. built both built perfectly for their sport. They they're using their physical gifts, and it it, it is a bit of a toss up. Yeah. I, I think.
1: Well, I would make this point. I mean, with Michael Phelps, I mean two of his records that he set have already been broken by Adam Peaty. However, Usain Bolt, no one's broken his records.
0: Yeah, that that so, is a...
1: That's probably... That is a, that, that's how I mean, I'd say let distinguish it from it. I mean, until we find someone faster than Usain Bolt, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't care. I mean, you can put a fucking engine next to Usain Bolt. <laughs> it's still to fucking... Um, I don't know, man. I, I'd say a Bolt above Phelps, but maybe that's an issue for the users.
0: All right, I mean, let's let's crack on with our ten then. Uh, I'll I'll give you I'll give you Bolt over Phelps if we then have Lewis over
1: Owens. Ah, no, no, I'd I'd rather put Phelps above Bolt. <laughs> That's how so strong I feel. Like um, no, nah, cool. Put put Phelps above Bolt, but Owens goes in third.
0: All right, let's do a. Do you know it is? It is so hard because I feel like they should do a. Those two should do a triathlon. <laughs> And we'll see. I mean, uh, to be fair, I think Phelps would win a triathlon because it's it's probably a lot harder for a, a runner to do swimming than the other way around. But no, let let's go with a joint. Quite rare. I think we've done it a few times, but didn't in the Spanish podcast? Should we do a joint a joint one then? Phelps yeah. and Bolt, right. and then go. But it, it it it's still got to be a top ten, so we we won't have a second. We'll go straight to third, and right.
1: that will be cool. uh, just I'll uh, be Evans. I'll
0: go full Fourth. Oh, don't man. Lewis gets it gets a bit harder um, I mean
1: yeah you're talking about your gym that's which I had no idea about um, Larissa Latinia against Bradley Bradley Wiggins <laughs> no sorry Mo Farrell Mo Farrell for fifth yeah time. I mean
0: it's, it's yeah we're talking about two that we didn't have in each other's list I think most of our list to be fair is um, quite what, one's
1: an Arsenal awesome fan come on <laughs> go with your heart mate go with your heart you, you, you didn't really on, know yeah, about. Go him. on, go on. Put put Mo know, in. because you saw so, so anyway, did you? <laughs> you know you know about Mo Farrell?
0: Yeah, go on and put Mo in. Sweet. Let's put Mo <laughs> in. Uh Let's put Larissa in next.
1: Against Bradley Wiggins, the cybuns. Yeah, almost, like, apart from fucking Oasis, got the best Cyburns. Right, do, Wiggins.
0: Oh, it's hard to even put Wiggins and Hoy that separate. It's almost like they've got to be, yeah. oh, you have got them on one apart, haven't you, on yours?
1: Yeah, well, it's the same thing with, like, you know, Jason Kenny as well. <laughs> Criminally underrated because no one ever, ever, ever has him in um, their top 10 cyclists. Well, uh, as in top 10. But he, he's won the same thing as, like, Chris Hoy. I, I know. It's,
0: it's, it's just because he did it after, isn't it? But yeah. this is the thing. What you've said, you've said all along about swimmers and cyclists, and is, is this another one where I think even though I've put him lower than on my list than than maybe um, some of the others, there's probably a good argument for my boxer Ophelia Stevenson because mm. <sighs> you're talking about people that they come along and and there's another one that comes along. There's only three people in history that have, have done what what he's done, and it's so rare that that a boxer is is so dominant in the amateur game for so long. So uh, I don't know where are we at? We're at six. That probably is a little bit high, um, but.
1: Yeah, but um...
0: it, I You've think he should be on the list anyway. But yeah, so if we so we've got our top five. Yeah, we've got Phelps, Bolt, one, Owens, yep. two. No, sorry, Owens, three, Lewis, four, Farah, five. I think look, look. I know, I know you don't ever on your list, but Larissa Nina has won. She has got a record that will stand for a while, which is the most in. Indi- I know Phelps has got the most goals, but she's got the most goals in individual events.
1: Yeah. yeah can yeah, you yeah, really?
0: Yeah. That's. I
1: don't know if you can argue with that. It's in I mean, gymnastics. Well, it's a toss-up then, isn't it? Because it's, it's gymnastics. You—it's a toss between your number four and number nine. Who do you think was the better? I mean, I don't mind putting. She them in was soccer. a lot
0: better. She won a lot more, and she was more. Oh,
1: cool. Um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Over Bradley. Yeah. Cool. Done.
0: So that's six, right? So seven. I that's like five. I think.
1: <laughs> no,
0: that's uh, that was six. That was six. Who's number five three. then? Uh, Mo Farah.
1: So we've got Usain and um, Phelps as joint number one.
0: Yeah, Owens, oh, oh, three. three.
1: Carlos, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, cool,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Farah, five. Lat six. So,
1: yeah, got. I, I the, think... I've gone for Chris Hoy. It's quite a hard one, that one.
0: Well, we've not put Wiggins yet, either. And I think we both agree Wiggins is we, slightly, he, slightly yeah. edges it over Hoy.
1: If we're talking purely in Olympics. Well, in saying that, I mean, he also won the Tour de France. So, yeah, technically, I mean... Wiggins probably is better than I.
0: Yeah, I mean it's diff- it is purely Olympic, so it is it is difficult. But I think you said, didn't you say that Wiggins has the most medals? Yeah, so decorated. W- when uh, it heavens. is a when it is a toss up, I think you probably got you got to go with with that. Well, um,
1: he, won, he won less golds, however, he got more medals. So, um, oh right, like,
0: he won less golds. I didn't know that. Yeah, no,
1: he won, he won one less gold than Chris okay. Hall, and I think Jason Kenny. Oh uh, god, that really is a toss up. One more medals overall. So, how do you judge that? Yeah,
0: oh, that that really is blimey. Maybe, maybe we do just have to bring in. Maybe we do bring in this Tour de because he's still they're still Olympians at the end of the day, aren't they? Um,
1: I think if we keep it, yeah, had... um, yeah, a lot of them do end up in olympics and stuff like that um row races I, I mean i think bradley wiggins did do some of them and i don't think chris way did i think he just stayed to the velodrome yeah
0: as in yeah the, go on let's put, put wiggins but there's not much in it so yeah if we put wiggins seven hoy eight so i think nine and ten oh, it feels wrong it feels wrong not having steve redgrave on there but i yeah. think Stephen. i think stevenson team and stevenson has to be on there like as a boxer above. It, a, it, above it, the
1: well, yeah, no, you're not finished yet. Yeah, no, fair play. Quite, look, um, about,
0: I've I've marked spits higher, but I I just feel I feel like we should have a boxer on this list, and there's no one that there's no one that really compares to him. Um,
1: um well, I mean, you could argue. I mean, it's probably absolutely bollocks, but Joshua won. <laughs> I'm Look the career he's had. But
0: well, yeah, that well, that's yeah. But if you're talking it's purely it's, purely amateur, uh, I mean, there's a few boxes that have won too, like. Lomachenko now, arguably one of the best boxers
1: of the last
0: ten
1: years. I I I swear that he'd done Olympics as well. Yeah,
0: I think I think he might have won two. Um Lomachenko won two. And I think Rigondo as well, who I think Lomachenko beat. He he might have won two as well. But yeah, not many people win three and the way that boxing historians did did talk about these potential matchups with with the likes of Foreman and people like that and to be honest I think if he had, if he had faced Larry Holmes in the 70s he would have had a good chance because Larry Holmes wasn't all that really till the 80s so yeah if, if he'd got him at the right time I think he would have he would have beaten him and cute I th- I, th- I don't think I said this actually in, in my pitch on him but a bit like Um, Jesse Owen and the Mm. fact that the World War took his his kind of chance of more away he won three but Cuba didn't enter the boxing in the Olympics for the two after that. Teofilo Stevenson won, so it's not it's not a guarantee that he would have he would have won both of them. But you could see that he possibly would have got one gold out of that, which would have put put him on his own then as the only guy with four.
1: Well, I suppose, isn't it? I mean, but then again, it's you know it's, it's the same thing with everyone else. If only they won that race. <laughs> I know, win. I know,
0: but we've we've got we've got Owens that high. So I mean, if, if we're going to use it for that. Which we are sort of, aren't we? Because we are, we are assuming in putting in that high as well that he probably would have won those Olympics when oh, he won, yeah. when he went for the World War. So if you do assume the same there, um, then I, I you're talking that's... about.
1: <laughs> that's a lot different, though. I think you know when it's physically. I
0: know what you mean, but this guy won. This guy won like over ninety percent of his fights, like over three hundred fights. So it, it, it's dominant. Like it's a yeah, very I mean, dominant fight.
1: Yeah, well. I mean, what are we on now? Eight or nine? I, mean, I don't mind uh, including. Yeah, that's him.
0: nine. That's nine. I don't,
1: yeah, I don't mind including them in nine.
0: Okay, so it's just the temps, spot now.
1: Uh, obviously we've got the likes of um. Well, did we put Redgrave at eight?
0: Uh, we've not got Redgrave on the list yet. We I'd both say, I mean, we both had him in our ten. He's one of the few that we both had in our ten.
1: we we got to remember, he's the he's the only British person to ever win five goals at five different games. Um, I don't know how many other nations have something similar to that.
0: Um, it's not well it's not just five gold medals, it's five, or did you say did you say five consecutive?
1: Yeah, five different yeah. ones So you won gold I can't
0: gold. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that's won in five consecutive, uh-huh. to be honest. I mean look, they, I think Ben Ainsley might do it, potentially. Uh, I
1: think he, he four, I, I think he's retired now.
0: Is he retired? Yeah, because uh, sailing, sailing's cool. the sort of sport where you can you can kind of just i gather you don't necessarily have to be young do you or or whatever to do it so yeah if he's retired now then suppose yeah no no one is gonna gonna do that so yeah we'll have him at 10 then so the final list is steve redgrave at 10 so sorry sir steve redgrave better get my sirs in now Sir Steve Redgrave at 10 Teofilian Stevenson at 9 Sir Chris Hoy at 8 Sir Bradley Wiggins at 7 Larissa Latynina at 6 Sir Mo Farah at 5 Carl Lewis, yep. <laughs> Lewis at 4 Jesse yeah. Owens at 3 And a joint first of Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt Now the only way to decide that is to get them to do a triathlon But then of course you could invite people like Chris Hoy into that They'd probably want to go at that as well but yeah, that that was a good good ten. I always like it actually when we sort of venture away from football and talk about these sort of things.
1: Yeah, because there's more debate, I think. I mean we we're struck I mean, normally when we do football, the fact that one, two and three is always um in stone. However, with yeah. like, you know, Olympics and stuff like that, it's always debate, which is great.
0: Yeah, and it and when, it just shows that we're not a one trick pony as well. So that, that is always good. Um, but speaking of that, we, we probably will be returning to football next week. So next week, we will be discussing the top five managers of all time. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever podcast platform you listen to. And remember to keep it low. See you next week for another for the love of list segment. Remember to follow our Twitter at ftl podcast and to like, comment, and subscribe.